Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. And I was a reminder for myself and I have the Filajisu Da'ifu, Miskinu, Zal, Jahal. But for the grace of Allah that we are still in existence. Alhamdulillah, fi bismillahir rahmanir raheem, fi subhanalladhi bi yadihi malakut wa kulli shayin wa ilayhi turja'oon. Subhanalladhi بِيَادِهِ مَلَاكُوتُ كُلُّ الشَّيْءِ وَلَيْهِ تُرْجَعُونَ Sadaqallah al-Azeem wa barakta Rasulul Kareem and Surat al-Yaseen is the heart of Holy Qur'an and the heart of Sayyidina Muhammad and all that we have been talking about, about the inner and the outer reality. And Allah ending Surat Al-Kareem with the beatific ayah as a reminder. Subhanalladhi bi yadihi means, so be exalted he in whose hands and Allah is giving his Subhan and glory be to the hand. Yeah, that in this realm controls all things and to him you will be returned. So Allah Subhan and glory be upon that hand and we've described before the hand is the hand of Allah's might and support which reaches the ocean of creation as the hand of Sayyidina Muhammad Allah is not within creation. Then Allah making a reference to a hand then it's the might and support that supports something in creation. And that thing in creation, most blessed, most honoured is then in reference to the reality of the hand of Sayyidina Muhammad Glory be to that hand that from the ocean of malakut, kulli shay, kulli shay, that it in this reality of malakut that encompasses all things. Biyadihi malakutu kullu shayin wa ilayhi turja'oon. Means from this realm of malakut which we described as Sifat al-Rahim means the attribute that controls from the heavenly world, the malakut is the realm of light. Means that this hand in the world of light, that kulli shay is again is an all-encompassing phrase in the contract that kulli, kulli means everything is encompassed and under its authority. And to that authority you will return. So means Allah is directing us that the malakut is the authority for everything in the physical realm. Means the inside controls the outside. The inside malakut controls the outside. Sifat al-Rahim 
controls Sifat rahman Malakut controls the mulk, right? So it means that whatever's inside it is the control of what's manifesting outside. So it means that the atoms, the light and that's the whole science of that reality. We said that your physicality can be broken down into atoms. These atoms when they looked again they found them as lights. These lights they see them as moving string theory and they found that to be sound. So your physicality breaks down to atoms. Your atoms are light when they look under their electron microscopes and whatever other devices they have. Those lights, bosoms, bosoms they found that became moving string theory and that string theory is a sound and an energy. So Allah is showing through their sciences that the energy and the malakut, the world of light and energy, divinely sound, divinely energy controls what's happening on the outside. But people forget and they become of a physical nature. So the sound that you make inside you is going to affect what's manifesting outside of you. Hmm. So when they resonate low and they listen to bad things, the sound they're making inside is very low and very dirty. As a result everything on the outside becomes corrupted and fossil and, and every falsehood because the inside is being corrupted. The sounds are not of a Divinely praising, as a result what happens? Their light becomes corrupted, their atoms become destroyed and their form becomes worthless and then attacked by every outside force of demonic energy. So that's all based on inside. So the attack is not from outside coming into you and making you bad, but it's the bad inside that allowing every badness outside to keep attacking, keep bothering, keep making every type of bad characteristic. That's why then the tariqahs should be only focusing on malakut. And the turuq, the way, because kulli shay is that that hand of Prophet has all power and all authority. That's Allah's stamp from Surah Al Yaseen, kulli shay wa ilayhi that you're not going back to Allah you're not from Allah but you're going back to the hand and to the might of Sayyidina Muhammad and with his hand and malakut kulli shay. Because this is the month of Sakhir lakum ma fi samawati wa ma fi That we have given everything to you of the heavens and of the earth and anything between them we have put under your authority Ya Sayyidina Muhammad Surah Yaseen ends with that dalil.
the glory be to that hand, Allah is praising Himself because Allah is giving that authority to that reality. That's why then all of the teachings and all of the practices are from inside. Anytime we're having a difficulty outside in our lives, in our characteristics, this is what the whole recap of this weekend and its importance is that everything has to be on the inside, its remedy must be on the inside. That if I'm doing my tafak or I'm doing my contemplation and that's why the urgency of the inner contemplation. Because as soon as we make an inner contemplation and we're using our soul, we're using the world of malakut, we're trying to connect with the world of malakut. As soon as we're making that connection we're asking Allah that I want to be with them from the world of light, begin to dress me. Then we clarified in the last few talks, don't ask for anything, ask only for an ocean of power. The Sayyidi dress me from oceans of qudra and power and that I'm nothing. And as I'm making that connection then I'm doing my zikr, I'm doing my awright, I'm doing my practices, I should begin to feel energy. Don't keep saying, I want to see something, there's nothing for you to see, there's only for you to feel. If you begin to open the world of seeing then you become what we described an illusionary box in which every meditation you sit down, I got this, I got that, I saw this, I saw that. Put all these illusions in a box and in the end of the day you cannot benefit from that box because you still have these horrific characteristics. What are you going to do with this box of imaginary jewels and gifts that you received in your meditation? So they come to teach that your tafakkur and contemplation is to reach towards that reality of the shaykh and that that is to begin to dress. I do my zikr in that connection, I do my, my awrad and my daily etiquette in that connection. Every association I ask that I'm nothing and to be dressed by the fires of the shaykh and let me to be in the zikr at the dress of the shaykh not the dress of myself. So that why? So that this malakut, this world of light and the realm of light and souls that it to dress me and give me from its Divinely power. Then I do my zikr, then I do my practices. With that connection as soon as I make the connection then I make my salah. That not as myself, Ya Rabbi don't want to pray as myself, I, I know how bad I am, why I want to pray and, and reach to nowhere. But when I train myself to be nothing and ask for the madad of the shaykhs to dress me, I'm nothing and let the shaykhs dress to dress and to pray on my behalf. Just like when the imam, we said even in the usul and sharia people who don't understand Islam, when they go to namaz Prophet preferred that you pray in jama'ah and when you pray in jama'ah what does it show you? That your prayer is, a, is an imitation behind the prayer of the imam. The only prayer that's being counted in jama'ah is the prayer of the imam and that's why he's the only one who recites and you're following. So then the, the reality of that is that in every namaz, every salah that I'm at home 
My Imam is my shaykh, my shaykh is always with me, I'm nothing that dress me from your dress and this prayer to be under your tajalliya, nothing let me be in your pocket as nothing. And they, they do, they do, they do until they pray in the presence of Sayyidina Muhammad and has to be nothing. And we said, Ya Rasulul Kareem, Ya Habib I'm nothing. That your salah is the only salah that Allah looks at because all creation is existing within the reality of Muhammadun Rasulullah So when Muhammadun Rasulullah in Malakut is facing La ilaha illallah, where are you? No, we're not existing, we're like little, little, little dots within the ocean of that reality. The only real salah is that when Muhammadun Rasulullah is praying to the reality of La ilaha illallah. So when that's the haqqaiq and the reality then even in dunya everything is about negating myself. The, what we call the self, the ego is something very wicked and, and a bad characteristic. I want to take a life of negating that self. As much as I negate that self and become nothing, nothing then all my tafakkur is all the time. My salah is in tafakkur, my zikr when I come into association definitely because the zikr is a portal. As soon as the zikrs and the shaykhs are in attendance that association is a portal to a timeless realm. So people watch sci-fi, they love sci-fi but they didn't understand the greatest sci-fi which is not even a fiction but a reality are the circles of paradise. Where? Because that's in a hadith that the halakas, halakas and circles of paradise are, are, are the circles of zikr. The halqas of zikrs are the circles of paradise, isn't that a portal? Yeah. So people who love sci-fi because that's a fiction, this is non-fiction, this is truth. As soon as the zikrs start these are circles and portals from paradise. We're all the way into the majlis, all the way to the throne of Rahman is hadith of Qudsi. The angels are circumambulating all the way to the throne of a Rahman. And everyone in that portal is being dressed by the immensity of its lights and the hadith goes on to describe what Allah's dialogue with those angels were, what He's dressing these people with, what He's forgiving these people with. It's such a powerful portal that the secret of the hadith is at the end when the angels described everything and they were astonished and I even imagine a bit of jealousy because they asked that, Ya Rabbi there's one sitting there that not even from them, like why would you ask that? Because he's astonished that they're going to get all this and be forgiven everything because they came into that portal and Allah just said, yes of course. And that became the key that anyone tuning in for five minutes, six minutes even by mistake and in the middle of one of those portals being broadcasted of zikrs and khatams and, and the salawat al-Nabi these are immense realities from paradise that begin to transmit upon this earth the immensity of these lights and these blessings. We see them in movies, we see them in everything but people are not understanding and not equating it to the reality. 
Well, Azza says, I'm happy you enjoyed this sci-fi, but why you don't make your life to be real? The real portals from the Divinely Presence are these halakas and circles of reality. That's why we said, oh, where are all the people who love paradise that claim that they want to be in paradise? How come they're not tuning into the zikrs? How come they're not coming into these associations? Maybe it's paradise that they don't really want. But all guidance is from Allah so he has to find something within them that he feels it's necessary okay to guide that servant. So this is again an immense grant from Allah that we're not here on our cleverness, you didn't tune in for five minutes by your cleverness but this was a grant from the Divinely Presence, a gift that I love you and I want you to be dressed by one of these realities of that portal. Imagine sitting in that portal then to be taught from the reality that being transmitted from paradise and arshur rahman. Because if Allah is describing the halaqah that just sitting in the halaqah, imagine the one whom is translating and transferring the knowledges of arshur rahman. Because the sobats and the associations that are taking place then are a whole new level of understanding from that holy hadith. Allah only describing sitting in that halaqah. What about the knowledges that are being conveyed from that halaqah? What about the lights and the blessings and in infinite realities dressed upon the soul from that reality? So it means all of that was for the soul and the inside controls the outside. All the practices that are practiced on the inside, all the zikrs that are practiced on the inside, all of these that we have to achieve, they have to occur on the inside before anything can change on the outside. I remember that a crazy person once went to Cyprus this person was suicidal, very mentally all over the place. They went to Cyprus, sat with the sultan and came back, said, oh sultan is saying that uh, one day I'll be like a shaykh and I'll do the zikr. So uh, it's okay if I can do it uh, next week and do you mind if I do the zikr and this is what sultan said. I said, look when you meet with these awliyaullah they talk from a timeless reality. So he's giving you an understanding that one day your reality should have reached to being a shaykh, shaykha, whatever it is and for whoever is listening out there. But he didn't say that you achieve that, he wanted to give you a hope that you have something to achieve. You have a destination that must be achieved on this earth. Doesn't mean just because you saw it, heard it, you got it. This life is about accomplishing the realities and what Allah has destined for us. So that's why Imam Shafi described the same with milk. So if I show you this cup of milk and tell you that within this milk is butter, within this milk is cottage cheese, within this milk is ghee, do you deny me? And the philosopher said, no. But you want it now, how is it going to happen? Each process, each, each of these items has a process. So this milk you have to spin it a long time to make it into butter. This milk you have to cook it and spin it a long time to make it into ghee. This milk has a process to become a cottage cheese. So everyone coming to tariqah is milk, 
but they're hoping to be a cottage cheese, a ghee or something and they think just because they saw it in a dream, they talked to somebody, doesn't mean that they got it. But this process and this teaching is teaching us how to get to that reality. And the only way to achieve that is with the strong inner core, the inner core, the inner meditation, the inner energies and lights to fight all the outer demons. For one who submits to the outer demon, how can they ever achieve what Allah wanted them to achieve? You can't be crowned a shaykh if your inner demon is blossoming and calling upon every outer demon to enter within you. You can't be asked to go into seclusion, you can't be asked anything unless the inner demon is destroyed. That's why the tariqah is based on all these trainings. No matter how much you know from the outside but your inner demon is running loose, what's the benefit? There's a lot of people who have photographic memory and they memorize everything. They can talk about everything but if your inner demon is running loose you're of no value to the Divinely Presence. Because we said before the soul is not reaching to its paradise reality and that's why there's a whole process of testing, of testing, of testing and difficulty to see how you're going to react through these difficulties. There's nothing like a stress test. When you go to the doctor and they say, oh we think maybe you have a heart problem, they actually put you on a machine called a stress test. They induce a dye, they make you run like crazy on a machine and then they want to look at your heart and say, oh look, look his heart, as soon as he's running and <laughs> he can't breathe, his heart and we can see all the interaction of his heart. Why do you think oh, they, they created that and Allah doesn't know about that? Our life is a stress test. Our life is Allah put us on a machine, say, you're supposed to achieve all these great realities, start running. They induce life, they induce a die, they induce everything into our life to see under your stress how are you going to achieve and what are you going to achieve. Are you going to use your practices? Are you going to use your tafakkur? You're going to use every time you have anger and issues, go immediately wash and put the power of, of wudu, meditate, contemplate and know that you're under satanic attack and know that you should be asking support for that moment. Not keep engaging with the devil, allowing the devil to become stronger within the being, means these are all the practices that were taught to the shaykhs. That immediately something comes to them, some type of energy, they have to wash and they have to connect and begin to battle inside to push whatever is coming in to push it out, not allow it to overtake and become possessed by that demon and by that bad characteristic. Because he's knocking on the door of the inner reality. That's why then this teaching and that's why those movies are showing that. You see in the movie all of a sudden somebody who has an inner devil, when the code is being flipped by the shaitans which are those police that are going after them if anyone's familiar with the movie, you see them shaking, they're giving themselves in to a very negative force, immediately they become that devil. And the mass of people are like that, 99% of people now are giving themselves to their inner bad desires and therefore you see all the markings on their body, it's like growing. Why are they marking themselves? Why are they giving themselves to these inner, inner negativities? 
means then all of this Allah is giving Qur'an with kulli shay that hold hand and hold firm to that hand from the world of light and every time there's an attack and every time there's an agitation immediately you wash, you have your ta'weez, you make your connection, connect to the reality of Prophet ﷺ, the madad of the shaykhs and ask for the energy to come, isolate yourself. That's why Sufis they're not supposed to argue. Anyone in this type of training as soon as he opens his mouth in the middle of an argument he's now going to be attacked by the shaitan that's in this whole event, right? So then the rule was to avoid argument. As soon as you see something's coming wrong stay quiet and move away, stay quiet and walk away. Why are you thinking you're going to sort of trick shaitan? Shaitan is tricking you to come into that. And that's why when the man was yelling at Sayyidina Abu Bakr as Siddiq, Prophet was very happy, he was smiling because Sayyidina Abu Bakr as Siddiq was staying quiet. The man was saying bad things to Siddiq al-Mutlaq, the, the greatest truthful servant of Allah Prophet was smiling. And then Sayyidina Abu Bakr Siddiq wanted to just say something to him, he got up said something at that time Prophet walked away. This is the inner fight. So you're with Sayyidina Muhammad, you have the tajalli of Sayyidina Muhammad when somebody's fighting you he's happy because you're staying quiet and being dressed by Allah As soon as you think, no I'm going to set this situation straight, I'm going to teach you something Immediately you do that Prophet leaves and Sayyidina Abu Bakr Siddiq went out chasing after Prophet Kareem, forgive me what I've done when he was attacking you were smiling. When I opened my mouth to say something you got up and left, he says, I can't be with shaitan. When you were silent the angels were dressing and blessing you. But this is a reward from Allah that was sent by Allah as soon as you decided to take your hand into it shaitan came into that association. And me and shaitan we don't sit in the same area. Not that he became but shaitan now entered into that dialogue because the great Siddiq is about to engage with this. So even the, the, our fathers of this way are teaching us by their own example that you know stay quiet. Stay quiet, we don't argue with people, we don't engage with people, we don't yell and scream on the streets with people and the one whom is being attacked should have remained silent to be dressed by angels. And that's all that matters, there's no right and wrong, there's no who did this and who did that, it's only a matter of who's going to get the reward that day and that's tariqah, that's tariqah. Is to send uh, all sorts of difficulties, all sorts of difficulties so that Allah say, who's going to get the reward this day? I'm going to make somebody yell and I'm going to make somebody to be quiet. The one whom is receiving the difficulty remain silent. The one whom is giving the difficulty you should have been washing and practicing and training so that shaitan didn't overtake you. And then instead of the holy hadith al-Qudsi that my servant approaches me I become the eyes in which he sees, I become the ears in which he hears, I become the lips in which he sees. Shaitan is mimicking Allah on everything, right? We're asking for hadith al-Qudsi to dress us from Allah's presence. 
Shaitan is teaching us, no, no, you Allah's presence, who you think you are? I'm going to give you my own hadith that you will be the ears in which I hear, you will be the eyes in which I see and most definitely you're going to be the mouth and the tongue in which I speak. And that is completely polar opposite of Sayyidina Muhammad and anything to do with Allah So that's the tariqah is teaching us that put the inner practices, inner energy, inner realities, perfect the inner being and then prepare for a life of testing until again you become silent, silent, silent. Whatever bothers you, you stay silent. Allah knows everything. The one whom Allah loves, He doesn't have to speak for His mouth for Allah will move His entire kingdom to go against somebody. The person doesn't have to say anything. One whom is a servant of Allah just remains silent. If Allah becomes angered at the situation, He can crush the whole world upon that person. Why you need to speak? But that's called faith. When you lack faith, you say, no, no, I have to fix this person. Why you have to fix it? You're a servant of Allah, let Allah fix it. And then they have taslim, they have submission. So they remain silent, Allah dresses them, Allah dresses them. Why? Because they're on a path to kill their inner demon, not to resolve dunya issues. They're not here for dunya. They're using dunya to achieve the miraculous realities of their paradise realities. How are you going to achieve these paradise realities? And that's again when we talk about dunya, these are all dunya. When you try to give an advice or, or justify or validate yourself, you're choosing dunya over akhirah. The servant that remains silent say, Ya Rabbi don't care for your dunya, I don't care for these crazy things, I don't care for what these crazy people are saying, I don't know how much money they stole from me, how much they did like this, how much they did like that, my mouth is silent. You are the one whom is best to bring justice. And Allah raises them, raises them, bless them and that their inner demon is dying. When their inner demon is destroyed, we said again, their nafs radiyah. When Allah has granted them ridwan and radi and, and satisfaction and happiness, their soul is like a paradise that every beatific reality Allah begins to send unto the paradise, send for them love, send for them ish. Send for them everything of beautiful knowledges and fountains and so they sit like in those miniatures surrounded by Allah's love and, and grace because Allah's love is in their soul. They don't have a demon running around their paradise destroying everything. That's why we stay silent, not because we're stupid and don't know what people are doing but because we're not here for dunya, we're here for akhirah. People think that, oh they stayed silent because they didn't know, what are you choosing dunya for? They came to get their reward from Allah in this dunya. So they entered into this dunya and Allah sent everything from every direction of craziness and their training stayed quiet, stayed quiet, make your tafakkur, connect. If you had a strong connection with Prophet when these difficulties come you feel Allah's grace and rahmah dressing you. And that's what's important, that's the whole testing of this life and then the inner reality becomes strong, that's how we started tonight.
that their inner reality becomes strong and Allah says, your hand, my Subhan is on your hand, glory be to your hand too because you're inheriting this hand of Sayyidina Muhammad And that's why in Surah Al-Mulk we read in our awrah, Mulk in the Zohr and Surah Al-Mulk in Salatul Isha. When Allah mulk, blessed be your hands in which has my whole dominion. Because when Allah is happy with that servant, Allah blesses them, kisses them, embraces them, that you're now, you're now holding that hand. So blessed be your hands. And that's why these awliya and those whom follow their advice and truly struggled against their character and continuous as they grow these difficulties are increasing from every direction. If they keep that way and that, that reality Allah infinitely blesses their hand, blesses everything, blesses the, the hand that represents the support and power that comes to them. So means this reality is the inside, controls the outside. We pray that Allah give us more and more understanding in these holy months as we're approaching the sixth month, seventh month, eighth month and then holy Ramadan. Allah give us a life in which to see these days and nights, to, to fast them, to pray them and to be dressed by the, the love of Allah love of Sayyidina Muhammad love of holy Ahlul Bayt and holy companions, love of awliya Allah, their madad, their nazar and their support bi samahi wa filaad bi hurmati Muhammad al-Mustafa wa bi siri Surat al-Fatiha. Alhamdulillah if you heard these talks and hear them later on rebroadcast in the comments be so kind as to put a little synopsis of what you think you understood. So that one we like to review it and find it quite entertaining that alhamdulillah somebody was listening and two to remind yourself that uh, it's not just entertainment that the shaykh is actually looking at me with a nazar to see what I understood from the talk. And parents who are watching and or hearing about these teachings and misquoting what was taught because their kids are using this as an excuse then maybe this is a sign that you also have to watch the broadcast and learn from these realities. That none of these realities that are coming from the heavens teach anyone to be scared of the future and to be hiding somewhere just doing zikr because everybody's going to die of pandemic. That's not the teaching, that's not the teaching at all. All of this teaching is based on having no fear and that this world is trying to make people to have fear and to hide and fear the pandemic and death. There's nothing to fear if Allah's with you, there's nothing that can happen to you that Allah has not written. All the teaching is about taking away fear, being productive, going out and doing what you're supposed to do, not hiding from anything. But to have faith like a lion in which you approach everything, whatever written for you, you approach it. So that's the truth of the teaching. It's not good when people take the teaching, misrepresent it to their family and to their parents or to a spouse just to manipulate a conversation because now you put the teaching, the shaykh and the prophetic way in a bad light and you're accountable for that badness and the misrepresentation of the teaching. These teachings always have to be put in the correct light. So when you have a problem with relatives you have to say their teaching is great, I'm bad. 
I am probably the worst representative of their teaching, you have to bring yourself down not the shaykh down. So anyone who is doing that, that's not a good sign that you put yourself down, not the shaykh down, not the prophetic teachings down, that saying you're misunderstood, maybe you're not representing it correctly so that people find fault in you and not the teachers, not the shaykhs and not the love of Sayyidina Muhammad inshaAllah. Bi hurmati Muhammad al-Mustafa, bi siri Surat al-Fatiha.